Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. Alright mi gente, so... My goodness, I have so much I want to share with you, not just in regards to academia and all good things about it, but just how I've kind of been feeling lately. And if you're feeling the same way, go ahead and let me know. So one of my courses right now that I'm taking, it's about to end like at the end of my current week that I'm living and breathing. <laughs> but um, I still have my other classes that will end in May, like, you know, every semester how it ends like that. Anyways, um, so I've been like trying to get final projects and assignments done before my, I guess it's like, it was like an eight week hybrid course is like completely finished for the semester. So I guess that's one of the bright sides about doing your grad journey during distance learning that sometimes there's courses that tend to get shortened down in comparison to like when it's the full-on semester, which I'm super grateful for because it definitely helps me out. But I've been lately I've been feeling a little bit more imposter syndrome than usual because yes, even though I had my episode about consejitos con imposter with imposter syndrome, um, I still get it. And I don't know how else to start off this episode other than that. Like I had to re-record my beginning about 10 times. I've had to pep talk myself and hear my own intro sound song. See, I can't even talk. <laughs> I've had to hear my own intro song over and over until I was like, okay, even if it's just a 15-minute episode, you can't let your first-gen hinta just hang in, you know? Like, I just, it's it's not my style. You know what I mean, mi gente? So, let me share a little bit with why I'm feeling my imposter syndrome. So obviously because of the pandemic, there's certain things that like I'm trying to get done academic wise that like it's been slowed down a bit. I'll eventually talk more about it in a couple of weeks. It's just, I feel like if I start right now, I'll probably end up crying because it's just so aggravating because I feel like I'm doing what I need to do for my program. But then I feel like I'm not moving, but like I'm not moving because everything is getting done in my room. Well, I mean, I am physically moving, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's so crazy to think about how, how like even just commuting to campus to and from can feel like, oh, I'm doing the thing. You know what I mean? But then like being just like in my cuarto, haciendo todas mis, todas mis cosas, it can feel like, am I really doing the thing? Does that make sense? And it's just been one of those. And then the other thing too, mi gente, like, so as I've shared with all of you, the platforms, the TikTok, the Instagram, the podcast itself, it's still continuing to grow organically, which of course is exactly what I want. And I want to make sure it keeps going because this is... Cabecito con Estrellita, a Latinx podcast that guides first-gen scholars, is something that I just hold dear to my heart, and I want to make sure that it keeps going for as long as it can. However, <laughs> what they don't really teach you about in the world, like you just kind of have to find, find out on your own, as you continue to create content, as you continue to build an audience, 
sometimes, sometimes me hit this, sometimes it really feels like, okay, this is moving too fast. What, what, how am I, you know what I mean? So I have to recenter myself, especially because like, I know I've shared with you that like academic mommy and other scholar pages have reached out to me in regards to like just congratulating my page and just cheering me on, which I, I'm so grateful for because as I've shared in the past, these mujeres are definitely big role models of mine. But recently I've been getting invited to virtual academic events, like, and oh my gosh, if I could tell you how much imposter syndrome I feel, I like, I get on the verge where I almost want to cry. Now, let me explain. I am not a doctoral student yet. I mean, that's the goal. One day I will be Doctora Serrato, but I'm just not, the current program I'm in, it's not a doctoral program. It's credential, master's, equis. However, mi gente, um, just knowing that I've been like reached out to to attend these virtual, you know, academic gatherings and I'm literally sitting, well, in my room, but you know what I mean? I'm in like a Zoom call or any other type of video conference call around other scholars, but they're scholars in PhD programs or doctoral programs. And it's an honor, but I just like, I just, I feel myself kind of close up because I'm like, did they invite the wrong person? Did they, what, what, you know what I mean? And it, it was kind of funny because in one of the events, I'm going a little vague right now, but like, I promise, like, I'll go into more detail later. But me and the, in one of the, um, in one of the events that I was in most recently, where it was literally a virtual Zoom call filled with PhD students, and I'm just there. I was just like listening and intaking all the info because I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even at the level of starting a dissertation yet. So just knowing that I was sitting in the same room as amazing individuals like that, I started to kind of like close up and I just kept thinking, please, nobody call my name, even though that's not how the event goes. Like there's no like popcorn reading or calling on people. No, but like it just, ooh, like I just kept thinking, nobody call my name. Because if I have to speak, I'm literally going to start to cry. And I do not want to be presenting myself like that. But obviously, for respectable reasons, and because again, it was such an honor to be there. I just like, I was there. I, I took so many information, so much information. Like, let me just tell you, my my hija de tu madre notebook is like filled with five pages of notes of just inspirational inspirational conversations that I just like for those of you that are doing your dissertation right now or you're about to I give you so much props and I just want you to know that I'm cheering you on and that's why the podcast exists because it's like view it this way mi gente you spend about two three years I believe it's three years yes you spend about three years in your PhD program taking your coursework doing whatever other requirements you have to do correct and then for about the next two years, you know, around that length, you are working on your dissertation. Now, a lot of the times when you're working on your dissertation, you are writing about a topic you are passionate about and you're doing the thing, you're doing the research and writing a dissertation, you literally need to, 
It's like having conversations with yourself to convince yourself what you are doing makes sense and is logical and ethical. And these papers that sometimes are super or all the time hard to read because it's research can you have to convince yourself that it will back you up with the conversations you're having with yourself. And so you put in all that time and then you get ready to defend that dissertation. And sometimes the people you're defending the dissertation to, it's like, well, obviously they're your advisors. They'll give you the feedback you need because they want you to excel, equis, equis. But sometimes it's like, you it this way, you're working on something you're very passionate you love just to then have people who are not PhD students that are hearing you defend your dissertation tell you if like, oh, you should fix that. You should fix this. Something, and I'm just like, no wonder, no, like, no wonder. It's, it's just, it's like, view it this way. If someone were to literally come straight to me and be like, Estrella, your podcast, mm, I don't know. I don't think you should tackle it this way. Everything you're doing about it is wrong. Even after like I sit down and like research and like pep talk myself to literally sit in front of a microphone to talk to myself, to convince myself what I am saying makes sense with the logical research I have to back it up. That's the same thing as you're doing for your dissertation. And then it's like you're having advisors that want to like hype you up when they're like saying, oh, this may not be the best, this may not be the, this may be kind of a wrong approach you're doing, it really hurts the ego, you know, especially when you're in school for that long and you're on the mission. And just being in the environment that I was in and hearing these raw conversations of like, I'm doing the thing, I know I want it, but it's like, sometimes it feels like, the advisors that are hearing me out about my dissertation are just like, you know, like they sometimes forget they're human and that the person they are talking to is human. At least that's how I was intaking it. And I was just so mind blown. And well, let me just tell you, Mihenta, as I keep talking, it's like I can feel my imposter syndrome like leaving. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways, it was just so, so astonishing to me that just like all that, like, I don't know. So I hope you took something away from this, but oh wait, before we actually transition to the next segment, one thing I did want to highlight in regards to going back to your dissertation work, and in case you don't know what a dissertation is, it's just like a super, super long paper that like you put all your heart, soul, energy and care into to get it done. <laughs> about, I want to say about three weeks ago, I actually attended an informational session for one of the future doctoral programs I hope to be applying to in the next two and a half years. And I, I attended it because, well, I was excited and I'm kind of a five-year planner. So I'm just like, hmm, let me go ahead and just like get my eggs together for, you know, because I don't know, when it comes to, to planning, having a strong idea of what is expected, even though I know change is most likely going to happen, it, it brings me down, it brings me down, it helps me stay calm, eggies. But as I was in the informational session, I heard all the, all the good stuff about this program. I really, really hope I can get into. I'll eventually let you all know which programs those are, but I'm just talking about this specific one right now. And 
as I was sitting in the information session, the professor's advisors, let me just tell you, I really felt like, oh my gosh, I could see myself on this campus. And I, at the end of the session, I had asked the advisor, hey, so I'm interested in this, that, this, that. I still have about two and a half years in the program I'm in, but like, would you take me on (laughs) after I had told her all the research and stuff? And she literally like, she pretty much gave me the reassurance that, you know, my project, my research would work well for that program. But she had also said something else. She's like, we all know that a dissertation is just one slice, one small slice for change. Like, you know, and I thought that was just so wholesome. And I've been wanting to share that with you all for the last couple podcast episodes because this info session was like three weeks ago. But I kind of kept forgetting, but it kind of worked out because I literally spent the weekend sitting through, um, what's what's the word, like these these events in regards to PhD students that are working on their dissertations. And it's just like, even though I had imposter syndrome eating me alive, and that's that it was on a Zoom call. I really, I really gained so much value. And it just gave me a whole other growing perspective that I didn't know I needed in regards to understanding what it fully takes to get a doctoral degree. And all I have to say, Mihant, is sometimes I, I get nervous when I think about like, did I start the podcast too early in my grad school degree grad school career? But I don't know. I think I just started it just right. And yeah, there's definitely all that, mi gente. All right, mi gente. So as we continue to transition on to the episode, I just want to point out something real quick. So I know I had mentioned to all of you that I was invited to this event. Um, let me just tell you that, um, don't worry, I'm, I'm not like Beyonce that like, oh, only exclusive people can like attend virtual events in regards to academia. No, a lot of the times these events you can find on social media platforms, you know, and that's kind of how I got started. Like I just, whatever caught my attention, whether it was like a marketing type of an event or an academic related event, a content creation event, if it looked good to me, if it fit my schedule and if I was able to like, I knew I could gain value from it, um, then I would just like go. And then eventually as I kept going, it's like connections, equis, equis. So Mijente, if you're, if you're someone where you can relate to me in the sense that you like to dab a little bit in everything, even in like places that you're just like, I'm not at that level yet, but I will be there one day. If that makes sense, I highly recommend that you do that approach. And another fun story, it just went, came through my mind. So I know I've shared with all of you during my community college years was when I was working the most, the most on research. And I had attended and presented my research, like poster presentations at APA, WPA, the American Psychological Association and Western Psychological Association during a majority of my community college career. And I'll never forget when I went to the APA conference, it was during a summer, the year that it was held in Denver, I believe it was 2016. And me and my colleague, like my, my research, research assistant, even though I feel like we both did just the same amount of work, if you know what I mean. But um, anyways, so while we were at the APA event, like 
it's all focused mainly on like the clinical field, at least like from my understanding during the time that I went, you know what I mean? And believe me when I tell you, I would sit at all these panels, I would listen to all these conversations and I was, I believe I was about like 20 years old and I had no idea what they were talking about. And a lot of them did not look like me or me amiga, but like we were both just there listening, taking notes of things we didn't know what they really meant, but they sounded smart. So we took the notes anyways, and we would sit through events and conversations, even though we kind of would be like, we don't really understand, but, but it works. And then we, and then after like the, cause it was a four, three, four day conference event. They, um, we also bought books at the event and read them and kept them. And, you know, even though I did not really know what was going on at the conference at the time, now that I'm a lot older and I have a brother, brother there, I have a more in-depth understanding with, with, um, conferences is what I'm saying. Anyways, um, I feel like I would grasp the information a lot better now, but my way younger self had no idea, but I winged it. I did it. And now it's on my CV. So that's why I really urge you all my first gen hint that just like, if you can't put yourself out there and like it, you can start off with baby steps. I, even me, I started with baby steps, like even way before social media. I'm talking about like when it was just me and the good old community college UCSB years before I really went all on in in social media in and well, my current grad programs. So yeah, I guess that's like a consejito. <laughs> Ay, mi gente. All right, mi gente. So before we start to conclude this episode, I feel like it was a little different but not in comparison to what I usually upload weekly, but I just knew I needed a space to literally let out all my feelings. Because let me just tell you, my imposter syndrome was eating at me. And it's not that anybody told me anything mean. Nobody told me like, oh, you're not enough. No, it was, it was literally all me inside my head because I just don't, didn't, don't, didn't, don't, deem myself in comparison to PhD candidates because I'm not there yet. And well, I have to remind myself that like, callate estrella, like you're, you're just as worthy. So yeah, but I just know in reality, like reality, reality, mi gente, the other reason why I just like close up too when I'm like in front of like these professional academics and um, PhD, like professional academics in the sense where they're professors, researchers, or um, I'm in front of PhD students. The reason why I kind of close up is because I'm also kind of fangirling because I can't wait till I get there too. like be a doctoral student, you know, EDD, doctoral, equis. <laughs> but yeah, so I appreciate you all hearing me out if you stayed for this episode and I hoped you gained some insight in the reassurance that your dissertation work matters and if you're not doing a dissertation yet but you're going to get there, it still matters and you got this. And also remember, nobody knows what they are doing but they know what they're doing, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh. If this is the first episode anyone's actually ever tuning into, I'm so sorry. I just, yeah, I just, I'm all about community and building the close relationships with me first, Jen, and this. So 
when I have days where I'm like, okay, I'm closing up, I'm closing up, and it happens to be a podcast episode day, I just got to do what I can to kindly nudge myself like, hey, Estrella, equis, equis, even if it's almost one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> All right, mi gente. So before we officially conclude this episode, I'm going to go ahead and as you know, read the quote of the day. And let me just get my phone. If you heard my phone in the background, I am so sorry. Okay, so let me go into my Instagram tab, saved page thing. Okay, it's not really opening up, so I'm going to go ahead and read another one of my gems. So th this is something that I uploaded recently over the week. First gen, don't wait for opportunities. We create them. Let that sink in me, Hentha, because that is so true. Because nobody hustles as, hustles as hard as a first gen who's paving the way. All right, Mijenta, so thank you so much for sticking through for this episode. I know it was a little different, little not, equis equis, pero please, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please make sure you do on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, comment, rate, leave a review. It'll help me so much, especially because as I've shared with all of you, I'm really doing what I can behind the scenes on researching and teaching myself how to reach out to brands to then make some profit off of that to not only continue growing the podcast, but to also pay my bills and hopefully get to a point where one day I'm literally just focusing on my grad degrees and the podcast and not having to juggle other jobs outside just to meet, like, you know, pay things. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I hope that I could get to the point where I'm able to like rent out my own like office space for the podcast, you know, especially because I know the fire alarm is still going on in the background and there's kind of nothing I can do about it right now. But let me just tell you, I'm trying, but there's kind of nothing I can do about it. <laughs> So it would be kind of nice if I could just like, you know, in the city that's like 15 minutes away from my cow town, like once a week, rent out an office space, record where it's quiet, no beeps, <laughs> but we'll get there when we get there, mi gente. So yeah, please subscribe, rate, review, share, whatever you can. Cuídense y hablamos pronto. <laughs>